We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what's up, Chargers fans? Make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before NFL games, and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before Chargers kickoff. Hey, it's Tyler from the Guilty as Charged podcast. I'm here to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection. Watch your progress update in real time. Win up to 25 times your entry amount and cash out your winnings with quick scoring, settling, and withdrawals. PrizePix offers frequent discounts, bonuses, and other exciting offers. Players can enjoy community-wide promotions, including weekly promotions like Taco Tuesday and Flex Friday. I've loved using PrizePix so far. This week's I've got Justin Herbert with more than 284.5 passing yards and Keenan Allen with more than 82.5 receiving yards. To make your selections, go to prizepicks.com slash guilty and use code guilty for our first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash guilty and use code guilty for a first deposit match up to $100. It's more fun to be there live for Los Angeles Chargers football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Los Angeles Chargers and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you a 360-degree preview of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if you change your plans, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze, and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash chargers. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast. My name is Steven, and I'm the host, as always. And joining me is a very special guest, Mr. Tuli Tuipoloto. Tuli, uh, what's up, man? How are you doing today? I'm good. We just got done with practice, so, you know, still sweaty and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Well, we uh, appreciate the time today. Obviously, we know it's a little hectic coming out of practice and getting ready for an interview, so we appreciate it. Um, we'll have, uh, hopefully, a good conversation today with Tuli. We do have some 
questions that I prepared and then some questions from our uh, most loyal listeners. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. But I don't know if you can see Thule, but uh, I went to the University of Utah uh, this and uh, we got a big game coming up this weekend. Oh, man. Any any thoughts on uh, USC Utah before we get started? Um, I hope it's a good game. What I don't know what time it's at. What what time is it at? It's a it's a night game at the Coliseum. Oh, it's a night game. Yeah, that's gonna be too late for when we're in uh, Kansas City. So I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. But um, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> they beat us twice. Y'all beat us twice last year. So you know we hopefully get them back uh this weekend. But see how it goes. Yeah, we're Utah fans are nervous, obviously, about Caleb. So I don't want to ask too much about it. I had to ask. I know people, our listeners, don't like it when I talk about Utah too much. So it's all good. Um, so, man, you've got uh, five games under your belt now at this point in time. What would you say has been kind of the biggest adjustment for you from uh, college life to NFL life as a rookie? Um, Like on the field or off the field? Uh, you could do both if you want. Uh, I'll just start off on the field. So I think on the field – there's like a big difference with the type of plays that we get in the league. Hmm. Um, just different types of look and everything. So I, it kind of is like a lot of stuff that that get that um we play against is kind of some of them is kind of like new to me still. So um yeah, I think that's the hardest part for me right now because like you you play like obviously play three seasons in college, you know what type of plays is like the, that's no, the, like basically like the norm, you know. And then when it comes to league, like every team is different. So um. I say that I say that's for sure, sir. Um, the biggest difference for sure. Yeah, I think uh, Chargers fans have have really appreciated the effort that you play with, and uh, you talked about on the All In episode this week. Uh, you know, playing that you want to, you know, play for your brothers, play for your teammates, especially Joey and Khalil. Um, outside of just like playing for them, where where does that energy, that motor, come from on a week to week basis? Because I feel like we can always count on you to just like you know, make some effort plays every single week. Where does that, that come from for you? Um, I think, I think I just, um, I think I just, it's the way I learned how to play football hmm. and I kind of just stuck with me, you know, um, I, I was late to the scene with football. Um, and like when I first stepped, stepped foot on the field, like my, my coach back in, back in high school, his name is uh, Travis Clark. Hmm. Um, all about effort, you know, and, um, it, it pops up on tape, you know. Those are the kind of kind of splash plays I, I, I'm I, like I like to see, you know, hmm. seeing a seeing a guy run a D lineman running, you know, and trying to hit somebody. So I think I take pride in that for sure, and um, it's fun. I mean, shoot, they, they don't see you coming, so yeah. yeah. Do you feel like uh, your cousin Talanoa and obviously your brother Marlon playing the league? Do you feel like? them going before you has has helped make things maybe a little bit more comfortable for you adjusting to the league oh yeah 100 percent. i mean they they tell me what to expect coming in um and yeah i mean i talked to them i still talk to them today i mean i was on a we was, we was on a group facetime a, a couple of days ago mm-hmm. just talking about um how different our teams are you know um can't can't get too deep into that but um yeah i feel like it's just different vibes in each team whenever we talk about it. So I think it's pretty cool. And and they, they for sure prepared me coming into league. They just, like I said, they just they told me what to expect and all that. So, yeah. Love to hear that. Uh, you, excuse me. You talked a little bit about the All In episode about, you know, what your culture and your family mean to you. And uh, it, it was funny to see the, 
you know, the, the T being thrown up and Nick Neiman joining in and everything. And, and coach DA was, was, you know, making some jokes about it too. How have you seen maybe the, the culture aspect of, of your life, you know, come to fruition, you know, in, in your short time in the NFL? Um, um, I don't, I don't really know. That's, that's a great question. I mean, I mean, that's just, my, my coach is always something I want to re- represent and like coming into lead as, that's, that's what I, that's one of my goals was to try and put my people on the map mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I mean, I came in wanting to do that. And I mean, when I came on a team, some people already knew that I threw up a tee, you know. Yeah. And so it was kind of easy for them to, to throw it up with me, you know. So so um, hopefully, hopefully, it's kind of, it's just funny because, um, like, you, like a couple of years ago with, with Philly, you know, the defensive line, they all used to do that thing where they like open up the door and then you see a whole bunch of people just come and kick it. Yeah. So I feel like that's just like vibes. Like that's like a great vibe for a defense. And I think um, – so you know, not only my celebration, but like if somebody has something that we could all do, like like Vato, he does the stick, you know, and yeah. whenever he gets to incomplete, I, I try to do it with him, you know, just because it just creates a vibe, you know, and and um I think it also creates a lot of confidence in each other. So um that's that's kind of just where it's, it's bigger than just my culture too. It, it it could it could it could um also spread to my teammates, you know, and just yeah. I love that. It's an it's an infectious energy. Um have they made you do the haka yet? Because Braden Falco was on the team, and during Hard Knocks, they made him do the the do the haka. Have they, has anyone asked you about that yet? <laughs> nah, they haven't asked me to do that. That's funny. I seen the video of that room. I thought that I, I didn't know that they just made him do that. I thought that was just like his rookie thing, but yeah, they they haven't they haven't made me do it yet. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, well, I guess you'll be happy to know if you search your name on Twitter, all of the all the gifts that come up, they're all of you uh, thrown up the T. So you know oh, that's really? uh, yeah uh, from your is, time. Is that, is there any one from from uh the league? I, I know I had some for from SC, but yeah, there's one. Um, there's one from your from your week one game after you had that oh, okay. that run stop on the edge. Um, that one angle has like you throwing it up, and then at the end when you do your like thumbs down or your fingers down version of it at the end. Yeah, too. yeah, it's just another T. I don't know. A lot of people don't okay. know. It's just, right. it's just another like because um, <laughs> like uh you know you know my cousin my cousin throws up the T too, so I kind of just throw in my little my own little flavor, you know. That's just, that's just what it is. I know a lot of people be like, like, what is he throwing up? You know, but it's just another T. There we go. Let's hear it. Um, I do want to kind of pick your brain about some some things because there there's some common themes that I think you're really doing well with when it comes to like defending the run um, this past week. Um, and I think maybe some of this is kind of the example of Khalil and, and maybe he's given what, you know, that role he's providing for you. But um you know, the Cowboys ran trap and Tyler Smith was pulling across the formation and you did a great job condensing that space and, and actually kind of blew up the play a little bit, which allowed Kenneth Murray to to come in and get the tackle for loss. When you see that guard pulling across the formation or, or when you feel that out, what, what kind of keys are you looking for against a trap play like that? Uh, I don't think it's, there's any keys to look at. I think it's a, okay. a lot of a lot of mentality. You know, when you see a 300 pound person running at you, you a lot of people, you know, kind of what do I do? But uh, like like you said, you gotta you, you know K Mac does. K Mac go go set it set it down and set the edge. So that's just kind of what I would try to do too. I think I think for sure, just a mentality, just go up there and go meet them. You know, they 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 don't expect you to meet them. They expect you to you know kind of like leave your arms out there. So. If you go meet them, um, hopefully they don't expect it, and you can, you know, start making plays off of it. So, 
Well, I don't think he was expecting it. I think that caught him by surprise, but that was a fun one to watch. And then one of the other plays I really enjoyed from this past week, uh, you were kind of isolated against their tight end, uh, Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. Um, and, you know, you did a great job cutting inside. What what kind of things are you, you know, Brandon Slade was talking in the all-in episode about like playing tight ends. When you're matched up against the tight end in, in the run game, what kind of things are you looking for? Don't let him block you. <laughs> I mean, that's the I've uh like uh for an edge dude, that's uh a lot of disrespect if they uh, if they leave a tight end to block you. So if if they do make them pay, so that's just the mentality that we come with uh with Coach Giff and Coach Daly. So yeah, bring a tight end in front of you, then you gotta go make the play. Love to hear that. Uh do you do you like playing the run more than rushing the passer? Oh, uh, there isn't a big drop off. Okay. I mean, I, I like rushing the passer more, but there, there isn't a big drop off. I, I I take pride in both, and I like both. I think it's it's pretty fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, we can tell on tape that you you like defending the run. I yeah. think that's pretty obvious, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to get your thoughts here because when I I you know, we're big draft nerds on this show. When I started watching you last year, the first game I watched was the Stanford game from last year. And that week you happened to play a lot of no's. And I was like super confused, like what's going on here? I thought this guy was an edge player. Yeah. Um, how would you say that you've grown as a pass rusher from like a technique standpoint now that you've been in, in the NFL and you're fully dedicated to being an edge rusher so far? Yeah, I think the biggest thing I've, I've learned is is that you can't get tired of power. I mm. think, uh, I think well, like back in college, I, I try to get a lot of, I try to get, sweet and, and try to work finesse moves and stuff like that but um man power power is the key to everything so i think especially learning from k-mac 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 a whole, whole bunch of power over there and um and like tackles get tired of it you know so um i think that's that's the that's the biggest thing because i uh, you see because uh, of course being being with joy you know how clean he is with his hands and and that makes you want to work it too but they, the only reason why his hands work is because he sets it up with, with, with power. So um, I think the biggest thing is for, for me that I learned, just don't get tired of it and, and keep keep doing it. All right. There we go. Love that. Um, okay. Uh, we'll get one more, a few more questions here, and then we'll get to some of our listener questions. Um, going up against the Chiefs this week, you know, they have, you know, revamped their offensive line group, for, or at least offensive tackle group. Uh, what's kind of your your impression of those guys, and and what kind of keys are you focusing in on this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, we know we know what type of quarterback we're playing, so we kind of we kind of know. Um, do our best to keep them in the pocket and all that yeah. stuff, and and yeah, we we watched a lot of tape on the tackles. One of them was at Jacksonville. The other one was at. Well, I forgot where the other one was at, but yeah, we've been watching a lot of film and. I think we have a good, good um, pass rush plan for our whole D line has a good pass rush plan on them, and and hopefully we go out there and execute it. There we go. There we go. All right, Tuli, uh, we'll get to some of our our listener questions here. Um, our guy Baconator wants to know what's the best advice you've gotten from Joey or Khalil that has helped you translate your performance to the NFL. That's there's there's so much. There's so much. Anything in uh, particular, maybe like a technique or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I, the the technique is 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 hard. Like technique is is gonna take a while to while to get to like trying to 
trying to get get to where Joey swipes at. You know, it's it's gonna take more than just a couple games to get there. I might have to might take a couple seasons to, to yeah. try to get on his level. But um, yeah, there's just so much advice that they're giving me. Um, but I I'll just say the little things. I say I say like I appreciate y'all watch the all in video. Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned the routines that that um Joey B has and. And uh, the kind of mindset Khalil has uh, towards yeah. towards everything. So I think I think for that, I think that's those are the biggest things. Just because that's that's something that you won't expect from players who's been in the league for so long. You know, right? Like sometimes you think you 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 think that a person in the league that long would would get complacent and stop doing what they've been doing. But man, they still they still doing what they they probably still doing what they're doing now since what they were doing like when they was rookies or whatever. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Anirin wants to know if you have uh, managed to beat Rashawn Slater in a one-on-one practice situation yet. Uh, that was something you talked about in training camp. Uh, and also uh, if there have been any other offensive tackles that have given you some challenges like Rashawn in, in your game so far. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've beaten them. I mean, I haven't gone against them in a while since the season started, but uh, okay. uh He's 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 a great player. I mean, he he for sure has prepared me a lot too, and and especially because me being being on the right side is pretty pretty uncomfortable for me. But so going versus him, it just it just makes it even more harder, and and it tells me that I need to work harder. So um, I I might have got might have got lucky on playing and beat him, but so I don't know. But um, we've been going in some great tackles. I know. Yeah. Um, we had we had dudes that have been in the league for a long time, like uh the dude at um the Vikings. My bad. I'm 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 still a rookie, still trying to no learn worries. people's names. But <laughs> um yeah, there's there's some dudes that, that's been in the league for a while. Um the left tackle at the Vikings was was pretty good. There so uh, yeah, it gave me gave me a lot of gave, gave me a lot of tr- trouble. Um a left tackle at uh the Raiders gave me a lot of trouble also. Um, and then those, I feel like those two right there was my biggest challenge so far. I mean, I, I went against Tyron Smith last week, and um, that was an honor because we both some USC guys. But yeah. um, I, I think I think for me it was, it was it was tougher to go against the other two. No disrespect to Tyron, he's he's a he's a great player. He's one of the best. But just personally, I think the other two was was more challenging. Yeah. So you like uh, you're a bit more comfortable from rushing from the left side then of the defense. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, all right. Uh, Jack Foley wants to know uh, in the All In episode, Coach Gift talked about Thule being Thule. Uh, in your own words, what does that mean? Uh, effort. That that I that that's why I say I feel like um, when you play hard, play, plays will just come to you. So. Uh, um, that's that's why I just go out there and just play as fast as I can, as hard as I can, just so hopefully then plays come whenever I'm putting all that effort. Yeah, there we go. Um, Jay Herbo uh, mentioned that you we've talked about your cousin and your brother. Um, are you close with any other Tongan players in the league? And, and have you uh, maybe any college players that you were familiar with that we should be on the lookout for the rest for the future years? Yeah, I mean, um, there's a there was a lot of a lot of Tongans that came out this draft. I think it was pretty cool. I know Siaki's at at the Browns. Hmm. Um, uh, the Falco Falcos in at at the Cowboys. I seen him last week. 
uh, but not not only Italians. I know there's a lot of Samoans out there that's that's been balling too, and and um, like my 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 teammate from SC, Brandon Pitti, he's mm-hmm. he's at Miami still. Um, who else? I met I met I met um Kyle Pecco at the Titans. There's who else? There's a lot. There's a there's a lot of polys out there, and and uh, hopefully we just keep putting it on for the culture or the whole Polynesian culture. Culture. So um, yeah, I'm proud of them, and and hopefully I help help them out trying to spread spread the word on on what we 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 can do. There we go. There we go. All right, last one here from uh, Rogue Panda. He wants to know, and we get this question a lot. Uh, what do you enjoy doing off the field? You get a rest day, obviously. What's kind of the the agenda for you when you you get a rest day, or you had the bye week last week? Uh, what do you like to enjoy doing off the field? Man, off the field, I preach. Yeah, I don't really do much. I think I think watching Netflix, watching TV is probably probably all I do on my off time. Um, I try to. I'm trying new things just because you know trying to trying to get in my mind off of football. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Disney during the bye. All right. It's, it's funny because a lot of a lot of people, uh, a lot of both fans was at was at Disney also. So I got to take a picture of a lot of people and meet a lot of people all over there too. Um, so that was pretty cool. I didn't think they'll notice me like that. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really do much to be honest, other than being with my family, watch TV. But I am trying to do new stuff, trying to be a better person. You know, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> Was that your first time ever at Disneyland? Wow. I've been in Cali my whole life. That was my first time. Did you like it or did you think it was overrated? Uh I mean, I think I think it's great for kids. I think for me though, it's it was still a good experience. It, it's a good experience because I used to watch a lot of the stuff that was over there. But um, All right. Yeah. All right. It was good. Sounds good. All right, Tuli. Well, uh, we'll get you out of here, man. Uh, can't thank you enough for your time. Really appreciate it. You know, the fan base is is definitely very, very excited to continue watching you. Uh, you've been crushing it so far. So uh, keep it up and obviously stay healthy the rest of the way, man. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contain high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.